if what we have put aside is not going to give us what we want, we're going to have to make some decisions. And those decisions are, are you going to work harder or longer to save more money to continue your lifestyle? Or are you going to adjust your lifestyle? So that those are the needles we need to be able to move. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. It's another Your Retirement Elevated podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder and managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, serving you throughout the KC metro area and clients all across the country. You can find us online at listentoscott.com. Scott, great to talk with you once again this week. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Walter. Glad to be here. Yeah, we've got a good show on the way today. It's a bit of a preview, if you will, of an article that you have coming out in Kiplinger Magazine uh, very soon. At the time of our taping, it actually is not even released yet, which is kind of cool. This is like we're on the cutting edge of the of the news here, Scott. This is exciting for, for yes, us. Yes, it's uh, you're, you're getting the first glimpse before it's rolled out to the world. <laughs> now, by the time you are listening to this show, it may have been released. So if it has, we'll link to it in the description of today's show so you can go and check it out and read more about it. But the crux of the article is about uh, we're in the middle of a worldwide medical crisis, Scott. The, the coronavirus pandemic obviously still sort of raging on and battling on. And it gives rise to you asking the question of, well, let's take stock in your retirement plan. How healthy is your retirement plan? Since there's so much focus on health care and uh, just in general, um, you know, the health of our wealth. And you're kind of merging all these worlds together. Absolutely. And, and I think anytime you have like I say, the coronavirus lockdown. Um, now we've got a new administration uh, going in, going into power this month. Anytime there's change, brings uncertainty. And depending on where you are in the world of retirement, are you early in the in the the idea of retirement? You know, you're just getting started. Are you five years, two years, three years out? Are you squarely in it? Um, anytime there's change or uncertainty, it, it can cause some some heartburn for some people to say, "Am I going to be okay? You know, am I going to you know stay on track?" And this article for Kiplinger, you know, I, I try to write a couple times a year. They definitely wanted to focus on the person that's still working, or you know, in that what we call the accumulation phase of retirement. And so today's article is really going to revolve around if you're still in the workforce, or maybe you're still in your working years, but maybe now you've found yourself without a job or a career, this article is going to be for you. I think this is interesting to talk about because a lot of times, Scott, we have to make analogies and connections to things happening in the world, to the financial life. And, you know, it's more like we're just sort of taking some lessons from one part of the world and applying it to the financial side. And it's a bit compartmentalized, if you will. But this one has direct impacts. You know, as the pandemic turns, so turns the financial world in many ways. We've seen that from matters of employment and unemployment through the pandemic to the effects on things like the stock market to, you know, then intermediate things like people having their, uh, you know, maybe they keep their job, but their benefits have been cut in some way, shape or form. And so everybody in their own way, I think, I feel like it's a very small amount of people who haven't been affected financially uh, from everything that's gone on in the pandemic. And I think one thing that you highlight in this article is that those ripples are going to reverberate for a little while, right? Like this is not just going to, even if we end the pandemic tomorrow, like the effects from this past year or so are going to continue on for a bit. Absolutely. And I think part of the uncertainty for a lot of people 
is that you know when we're we've got a new administration coming in, new ideas on how you know things should be done, you know, different ideas on how to move forward, you know, with the country, with the economy. Uh, that's what's you know making people nervous, and you know we're looking like we're going to get another stimulus bill, almost two trillion dollars. Uh, it's going to be pushed out there. Uh, there's talk of you know moving the minimum wage up on the federal level to over fifteen dollars an hour, and so you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens if some of these policies are pushed out in the midst of a fragile or recovering economy. You know the 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 ripples you know going through let's say you know any restaurant, food service, hospitality, uh, hotel, you know that those are the some of the areas that have been the hardest hit. And, you know, if good policy is not put into place or carried out, then it can make it harder, you know, for some of those companies to react. And so with this, you know, going into it, if, if you're finding yourself a few years out from retirement or I'm trying to find a job, we're going to hit these action items of, of really things that you can do today to help take control and ultimately give you the highest probability of success in retirement. So that's what I want to cover today. Well, I think worry is that one word that everybody can identify with uh, looking over this past year and into this year and beyond. So let's look for some solutions. If somebody's worried about their financial outlook, whether it's can I make it to retirement or maybe their worry is can I make it all the way through retirement now that things have changed? What are some of the remedies that people can consider to try and help solve some of those worries that we might have about our health, our wealth, and the uh, health of our wealth? This. Well, the first one is glaringly obvious, but you know you may need a plan to work longer, and it may Uh-oh. not be. That's like yeah, a, that, that's like a curse word, Scott. It's unpopular. People. I know. <laughs> I know it's unpopular, but the reality is, you know, most time when we retire, we're retiring in our peak earning years. You know, we we've been on a track. We're probably making the most amount of money possible. It's probably the easiest, uh, or you know, we can wrap our minds around it. And if you're uncertain about the idea of having enough money to retire, continue to work, you know, have that human capital, that cash flow coming in to pay all your bills and not tap into your retirement savings. That could be a good plan for some people out there today. Work longer. It makes the math a lot easier, right? When you can work a few extra years and and count that into the financial plan, there's a lot less massaging and figuring out on the back end of the plan that you guys have to do. Sure, and it, it takes the stress off of your savings stress and keeps it savings. on cash flow. Okay, and that's the that's the name of the game. And the other, I, I know I'm going to be master of the obvious here. I feel like you're giving us all the bad news first before we get to the good news. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but again, these are measures that we may need to take. Either some of them, all of them, you know, bits and pieces of them, not forever, but it's things that you can help alleviate stress. One is a big one, spend less and save more. You know, if you're continuing to work, you may need to look at your expenses and you may need to reel those in a little bit and move those from cash out, you know, to pay for things uh, that are not essential to essential things like retirement, you know, saving that money for a rainy day. And again, it I know it's a, it, it seems glaringly obvious, but those are things that you can control. You, know, you can control how much money you spend and where your money goes. So again, it just you can stretch out you know the, the nest egg or maybe pad a little more if you could just monitor your expenses and save a little more. Yeah, I'm glad we got those two out of the way first because 
people don't like hearing the word budget or you know limit your lifestyle a little bit or spend less people get used to that certain lifestyle and the other thing that they feel very strongly about is that set retirement date i bet it's really hard scott when people get that date in mind to kind of unravel or undo that a little bit it is and as a fiduciary advisor our job is to tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear mm. And wouldn't you rather hear it now rather than once you get yes. into retirement? Too? Yeah. It, our job is to bring reality to the forefront and meet it head on. And we either have to, if what we have put aside is not going to give us what we want, we're going to have to make some decisions. And those decisions are, are you going to work harder or longer to save more money to continue your lifestyle? Or are you going to adjust your lifestyle? So that those are the needles we need to be able to move. And, you know, when we're looking at this, you know, the, the, no matter if you're going to be in retirement very soon, you're 20, 30 years out, you're already in retirement, invest with a long-term approach. And for a lot of people that are getting in those working years, you know, again, the longer you can put off a drawing for the money from your accounts, uh, it lets those grow, lets them weather the storm. And we just want to make sure we can keep up with taxes and inflation. Uh, so a chunk of your savings definitely has to be more for the long-term approach. But obviously, we also need to have short-term and mid-term uh, funds available for the curveballs of life. That's a great point. And it always comes back to that. No matter where we are in life, right, that sort of short-term approach versus long-term planning and if you can make a one-year sacrifice, whether that's saving a little less or working a little bit longer to pay off for the, a long-term benefit through many years of retirement, what that then helps you unlock, it seems to become a no-brainer at that point, although we know that human behavior can certainly um, you know, still make that a hard decision and, and trigger to pull. Definitely. And I won't go through every part of the article, um, you know, but as you get into that retirement area and you're you're looking at your money to do a different job, which is pay you a paycheck, then that's when we've got to look at, you know, how are we going to deliver that paycheck? Are we going to be all market focused? Are we going to be guarantee focused? Or are we going to be some combination of those two? Meaning if we know in retirement, we need, let's say $2,000 a month from our savings to make our economic world go around. You know, some people are going to say, hey, I want to be market focused. I'll just pull that $2,000 a month out of the market. You know, when the market goes up, you know, I may take the same amount or a little more. The market goes down. I may have to tighten my belt for a little bit, um, but I'm okay with the fluctuation or the level of uncertainty that comes with market or can come with market investing. Some people say, hey, I want to have that coming in like a paycheck. You know, I want a personal pension. I want some institution guaranteeing that $2,000 a month as long as we both live. Okay, that's the, that's another option. A lot of people, they're more down the middle and say, hey, I'm okay with half of that money coming from the market, half of that coming from guaranteed sources. That would allows me to sleep well at night. And so again, it's how do you fill that income gap? And it's what investments do you choose to give you the income that makes you comfortable and confident? All very important, I think, things to talk about. And income becomes more and more of the focus as you get to that age. Now, I know that other people are getting, um, I guess they're getting, Scott, a little bit more into this hybrid retirement. I don't know. Do you have a particular name for it? They're at Elevated Retirement Group when people sort of like semi-retire or part-retire where they maybe take on a different career or a part-time job or something along those lines. 
Well, that makes me think of an example I have right now. Uh, in the world of engineering, we have a lot of engineering clients. Uh, they're fortunate that a lot of them can go from full-time you know, to three-fourths time down to half-time, which still gives them you know, portion of their paycheck, still gives them bonuses, contributions to their retirement accounts, health care. And so it's kind of the test drive, we like to call it. Let's test drive retirement and how are you going to fill our time when you're not at work all, you know, all those days. Uh, so that's one that keep your current job but scale back. Uh, other people say, I'm going to completely leave my profession I've done for 15, 20, 30 years. I'm going to embark on something different. Uh, maybe it's education, maybe it's volunteer, maybe it's a new career path. Uh, but I do think it's a you know, kind of a test run or a transition to really figure out what do you want to spend your time doing. And if it happens to come with a somewhat of a paycheck, hey, every dollar you get from that uh, transitionary situation is another dollar you don't have to take out of your retirement savings. Well, that's a great point, Scott. And, uh, you know, I think that in an ideal world, that does make a lot of sense to have more of a of a drawdown of work experience. Uh, it'd be nice if, I don't know, it feels like that would be a nice thing if more and more people had that ability to just go, you know, working four days a week for a couple of months, then three days a week, then two days a week, one day a week, and, you know, spread out your retirement over a couple of years. Financially, it'd be beneficial. And you would think that maybe from a company standpoint, helping an older employee phase out while they can help train maybe somebody, you know, ramping in to take over their position and their knowledge. Maybe it doesn't take that long to phase out, but I don't know. There's some, there's some logic behind that. I think that it could be explored by more companies probably. And I can tell you having clients that, uh, especially in engineering world here in Kansas City, it's the fourth largest concentration of engineers in the country. You know, some of these people have been at the same companies for 30, 40 years, and you're not going to hire a young person and download all that wealth of knowledge information in a two-week period. And that's why a lot of my clients retire and go back to work as a consultant um, because they, they're so valuable at that point and they just don't have the knowledge base to draw from, you know, for new employees coming in. So it's a, I think that we are changing. Uh, you know, we've gotten far away from kind of the apprenticeship type model in our world, uh, you know, really taking time to train people to do different things. So I, I do hope employers look at this and say, hey, how can we utilize these really smart people that spent a lifetime acquiring this information? You know, how can we continue to let them feel valued and needed? And how can they take advantage of that transitioning, that knowledge and wisdom into the new people that will take their positions? All right, Scott, there are two things we haven't addressed when it comes to assessing the health of our wealth in 2021 and beyond and some of the solutions to maybe the worries that exist out there for folks. And I know that you'll talk about these more in depth in the article, but give us a preview of your solutions for insurance and, and accounting for health care items. And I know that we won't be able to escape the episode without bringing up taxes as well. Well, I can tell you, so I'll leave these as a quick little synopsis. A lot of our clients, you know, do have a concern about, you know, how do they pay for healthcare in the future? And because they see it either they've got a loved one, you know, parent or parents, you know, that are experiencing long-term care costs. And so I think there's a lot of innovative strategies out there that are not long-term care insurance based uh, that a lot of people may want to look at if long-term care 
uh, a hedge against it is important. And finally, that taxation. I think taxes are going to be, I've been talking about this for a while, but the more stimulus that gets passed, uh, the bigger the national debt gets. And we've got another $1.9 trillion on the docket. And I don't think that's it, uh, depending on how this you know, shutdown continues in 2021. But I think you know we're at the historical low tax rates right now. We probably need to take advantage of incomes that are down. If you don't have as much income coming in, we may want to do tax planning, which simply means where do we put the money that will grow in the most tax advantage matter, matter going forward? Where do we contribute to? Do we do Roth conversions? There's a lot of tax planning things that could be done. And I would say from a tax planning perspective, going from a, let's say you have an IRA and it's tax deferred, moving it to a Roth, you say, well, why would I want to do that? Well, what if I'm scheduled to be maybe in a lower tax bracket when I'm retired than I am now? Why would I want to do that? And I would say not everybody should, but I can tell you this, tax rates are as low as they've been in 30 plus years and probably going to go higher at some point because of debt and a lot of other factors that go in there. So if you have the belief that tax rates are going to be higher later in life, I personally do, then it may make sense to bite the bullet, take your medicine, pay the taxes on some of your money, get it into a position where it can grow tax-free and be worth more and have a higher purchasing power later. Again, that's not for everyone, but you have to start with the idea, if you believe tax rates are going to be higher, then you probably should investigate tax planning and utilizing all the things that are available to keep more of your hard-earned money. That's a great point, Scott. And uh, these are some of the things, again, that Scott talks about in the article that'll be on Kiplinger soon. Maybe they're already. If it is, we'll link to it in the description of the show today, but you can check it out anytime. Just look on Kiplinger for In the Midst of a Worldwide Medical Crisis, How Healthy is Your Retirement Plan? If you want more information, lots of other good elements inside of there. Scott, that gives us a lot of food for thought and things to be thinking about in 2021 and beyond. Our only hope is that we can get healthier financially and uh, also healthier as a nation and a world when it comes to the pandemic. And uh, if we can get those two things in line, we're we're in good shape for 2021 being better than 2020 was for a lot of folks. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Fingers crossed for all those things. Uh, If you have any questions for Scott, want to run by him your financial plan, uh, what it looks like, need some help putting together a solid financial and retirement plan, you can do that by getting in touch, calling 913-393-4724. That's 913-393-4724. Or go online to listentoscott.com, and you can get more information there on the website of how to get in touch and listen to past episodes of the show. Scott, thank you so much for the help and assistance, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Looking forward to it as well. Thanks. All right. That's Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.